strange things are afoot at the Circle K. That kid is back on the escalator again. Ain't gonna hurt. Is my boomstick. Game over, man. Game over. It's showtime. Welcome to Bargain Bin's 2020 Halloween special. He is your host, Ben Mason. And he is your co-host, Sandra Luketic. And today, we're going to take things in a weird little list kind of route. Not going to do another review, per se, but uh, I found a list the other day on Internet Movie Database called the Not-So-Scary Movies for Scaredy Cats. And I just wanted to see if uh, you want to have a little chat about what they had on their list. Well, it's almost like you read my mind. I love getting into the Halloween spirit, but as a big baby who is still traumatized by childhood viewings of things like Candyman and demonic toys, <laughs> I need something that can get me into the spirit without causing me to lose sleep. Demonic toys? What? <laughs> okay, no, I, that's fine. I saw it when I was like six, man. Give me a break. That I saw Nightmare on Elm Street when I was four. There's no movie, not clearly not even getting into the list right away, that you saw when you were a kid that didn't impact you in a way that you weren't expecting, you wouldn't expect now, and for some reason, compared to other things you saw at that time, stood out. Like, I watched Friday the 13th when I was like six. Didn't bother me. But for some reason, Demonic Toys did. Yeah, there were, there were two, actually, when I was a kid that really traumatized me at the time. Uh, and they have nothing to do with horror. Oh. One was The Land Before Time. That's, that's a great movie. I know, but Littlefoot's mother? Well, yeah, but you could... Okay, no, this is fine. All right. And the other one, I don't even remember watching. I just remember my mom walking into the TV room and I was crying. And it was The Last Unicorn. I don't even know what that is. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, if we're talking about non-horror-related movies, the killing in Transformers, the movie, really traumatized me as a kid. But I was thinking since it's Halloween, and we're kind of sticking to that theme, that I would mention the horror ones. That's fine. I was just talking childhood trauma from films. But do you want to get into the list? Well, that's that's the idea. What am I watching this Halloween season? Mm, some of these you might not want to. Uh, number one on the list was I Know What You Did Last Summer. I mean, if you don't know the movie, you know the title. Yeah. It's... Classic 90s teen horror uh, written by uh, Kevin Williamson, who did Scream and Dawson's Creek and stuff like that. I mean, it was pretty much a bunch of young up-and-coming actors, too, with Jennifer Love Hewitt, who I guess people kind of knew from uh, Party of Five, then Ryan Phillippe, Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, Freddie Prinze Jr., a group of high school kids partying, hit somebody with their car, and then believed that that person was not actually dead and coming back and killing them. Didn't this movie come out in a period where there was like a bunch of teen slashers? Like it was the the hot button at the time? Yeah, and it's because of Kevin Williamson himself. Because Scream came out, what, 96? Just a year before? I, I don't remember the dates, but yeah, like I remember it was pretty close. And when, you know, whatever my vague memory can recall, at the time it was like, oh, this seems very similar. Yeah, yeah, they were pretty uh, paint-by-numbers at that point. I don't know if there's really even been, like, a comeback for the horror genre in that sense. Not for slashers, anyway. 
because all they do now is just remake the old ones. Yeah, but maybe, uh, maybe we're some, not going to spend a lot of time on this. Maybe maybe something else on this list will get a remake soon. Well, it's funny that you said that because the next one is from 1992, and it is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wait, they're making a new Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No, they had the TV show. Oh, I thought like you meant like a remake movie, like how they redid Chainsaw, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or uh... yeah, twice. Yeah, like something like that. But yeah, no, I remember watching Buffy when I was a kid, and honestly, I found it hard to consider it a horror movie. Yeah, it's definitely a horror comedy. I I find that yes, it does fit into that genre, but I feel like the heavy leaning is towards the comedy part. Yeah, I agree. We're talking I, what, I, like uh, Luke Perry, um, was it Paul Rubin in a small yeah. scene, in a yeah, small Pee-wee role? and Spike. Yeah, uh, David Arquette. Yep. Uh, who else did we have in it? Who played the villain? Couldn't tell you. Rucker Howard. Who that? Hobo with a shotgun? Uh, I watched it. Yeah, did you ever see Blade, Blade Runner? You're, you're putting a lot of stock in my memory right now, which is just a, f- a problem. All right, all right. Who was well, we the, uh, who was the um, trainer, keeper? Donald Sutherland. Ah, that's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I remember and watching that. And Buffy. Uh, Swanson? Yeah, you nailed it. Christy Jeez. Swanson. Yeah, I mean, I was confident in that answer. <laughs> you could, Swanson? You could, you could hear it in my voice. <laughs> um, moving on from that, uh, they have Tremors from 1990. Okay, that one, I've seen bits and pieces here and there. Like, I'll randomly turn on the TV on like a weekend and it'll be on and it'll be like the second half or something. But I can honestly say I've never sat down and watched it from start to finish. That's a really good buddy comedy horror movie. Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward. Um, giant subterranean worm monsters in the desert. Um, this really sums it all up. Uh, you see, um, I'm blanking on his name right now, but he was the uh, father in Family Ties playing Burt Gummer, who's your stereotypical all-around gun-toting American. And his wife was played by Reba McIntyre. Really fun go. Uh, they actually, I think part seven's coming out this year. They're seven. Yeah. Oof. And Michael Gross, that's his name. He is the only person who's been in all seven movies. Do you, do you consider this a horror movie? Yes. Is it's it pretty gory at times. There are some decent scares. It's really gross at times as well. And it's, there's a lot of tension, but they use, uh, the mixture of comedy with horror perfectly. See, the feeling that I've gotten three deep into this list is that none of them are really true horrors. We had a slasher, a comedy horror, which was leaning more heavily on the comedy. And from what I saw of Tremors, it definitely felt like a, like a monster movie, but it didn't really feel very horrific. Yeah, um, going through the list, you're going to see a lot of that. Um, and I think it's more of like an introductory list for people who don't really no horror of watched a lot of horror just kind of easing them in throwing them something like hellraiser all right well let's ease into the next one what 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 else is on this list uh the craft 
Um, I did not watch that movie. I did when it came out like 24 years ago. And I've had no desire to watch it since. And they just came out with a sequel this year. This year? Yeah. Well, I'll talk about striking when the iron's hot. Yeah, really. Get those shit movies out in this shit year. So I'm guessing that you wouldn't recommend this movie from the list. It's so horribly dated. I mean, in 96, it was great. Um, 97, it already felt dated. I mean, just your high school witch girls, basically. Hmm. I mean, the, the, like the actors are fine. It's the story that's kind of sucky. I, I have no knowledge to contribute to this one. Okay, well then we'll move on to the next one, which I know nothing about because I started watching it and I just couldn't get into it and turned it off. Okay. It's from two years ago. It's uh, A Quiet Place. I have not watched that one. Uh, I know Lizzie watched it. She thought it was all right. Um, yeah. It's what, uh, uh, John Krasinski from The Office? Yep. I think he directed it too. I'm pretty sure he had a, a part in making it. Why couldn't you watch it? It was just boring. It was. It just felt like a retread of post-apocalyptic movies, of alien movies. Is this a non-recommend then? I can't say either way because I never finished it. But I mean, saying I never finished it should let you know how I feel. That yeah, I was gonna say that should be an indicator right there. We should clarify. I don't know if we did that. This is a list taken from IMDb, and not. Oh yeah, I covered it. It's okay. Not necessarily. These are the movies you re- recommend. You're just giving your thoughts on the list that they recommend. Yeah. And I have three movies to add to this list when we're done, which I cannot believe are not on here. All right. Well, we'll get to that. What's the next one? The cabin in the woods. I hated it. Hated it. Shouldn't exist. I hated it. Why? We could do a whole episode on why. Okay. I would love to. Uh, I don't, I don't, maybe we should say, I'm going to make you do it eventually. I don't want to revisit this movie. I hated it. The ending drove me insane. I I couldn't stand it. There is no. (laughs) You talk about this one. I'm out. Uh, I can't remember. Was that Whedon who did that? Uh, I don't know. Joss Whedon ran it? I don't don't know, man. You know, I'm I'm terrible with the behind the scenes stuff. I could tell you what happens in the movie on camera, but I'm not going to because I hated it. Okay. Well, we're going to save this passion because I want to talk about it in length now. Okay. Uh, we'll just go to the next one. Um, I don't know why this is really on the list, but it's uh, Knights of Bad Aston. See, I've seen that one. It was a semi-okay. Like, it wasn't great. It wasn't a, I'm sorry, I wasted my time on it. But I'm with yeah. you. I don't know why it's on the list. I don't even I mean, see a, it as, as an intro horror movie, really. A bunch of LARPers who accidentally summon a succubus and have to fight it. Yeah, I'd say it's more fantasy comedy than anything. But it, it, if I recall correctly, not saying that it necessarily succeeds, but it was heavily leaning on the comedy aspect. Just because you have a succubus in it doesn't make it a horror. No, I agree. Again, I wouldn't necessarily place the movie as good or bad. It was just a decent way to pass the time, but it was in no way something I would call a horror. Yeah, I agree. There is only one person in this world that finds it to be a horror movie, and that's the director. And the person who wrote this list. I guess, yeah. Joe Lynch directed the movie, and then 
had it taken away from him, had no say on any of the editing. And he still says that the movie that was released has nothing to do with the movie that he was filming. Oh, I would love to see a, a director's cut then. Uh, he pushed for it, and apparently it will never happen. It's behind locked doors now. Boo. So he just wants nothing to do with the movie. He hates even talking about it. It was that bad. Dude, I gotta tell you, I'm batting a zero on this list so far. Alright, well you've definitely seen the next one. Okay. Beetlejuice. I've definitely seen it. Um, I, I gotta mirror my comments here. It really feels like they're leaning heavily on the comedy side of comedy horrors. Mm, there really wasn't as much comedy in that movie as everybody remembers. I think a lot of people our age just remember the cartoon more than anything. Yeah, the cartoon was good, but it was drastically different because they made Beetlejuice an ally in the cartoon, where in the movie he was clearly the, the antagonist. Yeah, yeah, the cartoon is the protagonist for sure. And I can and then, see uh, how Lydia. It, I can see how the movie to a younger audience, some of the imagery, some of the uh, you know, like the the just the visual look of it could be a little bit scary, but I don't think anybody else beyond that. Yeah, I mean, I think it was probably most people's first Tim Burton experience. I will say this. It's definitely a movie on the list that I could recommend, but not mm -hmm. for the same reasons. I also find it kind of weird that people would have seen this movie and they're like, we need this guy for Batman. Was it before Batman? Batman came out in 89. This came out in 88. Oh, wow. I mean, that's pretty close. Forgive me for Ob not being... Obviously, Beetlejuice was already in the can when they started filming uh, Batman, but still. A great cast, though. Yeah, really good cast, except for one guy. Oh, who? Oh, wait, maybe I'm... Uh, the Lydia's father, uh, Jeffrey Jones. Well, that's not a bad casting, necessarily, and he did a good job in that movie. Yeah, he's also a child diddler. Oh, well, see, that's information that would have been useful to me before we did this recording. It really makes you rethink Ferris Bueller's Day Off, too. Oh, man, and Howard the Duck. Yep. <laughs> that's my point of reference. Howard the Duck. <laughs> All right. That was a horrific film. Let's, <laughs> let's move it forward. The, uh, the next one I've never heard of. I think it's a Spanish-Italian co-production from 95. It's called Day of the Beast. Well, if you've never I, heard of it, then I have no chance. Well, I, I have the summary here for, uh, from IMDb, and it sounds kind of interesting. Lay it on me. So, Bent on committing as many sins as possible to avert the birth of the beast, a Catholic priest teams up with a black metal aficionado and an Italian connoisseur of the occult. Now he must become an unrelenting sinner. Is there still hope? Okay, so my first reaction upon hearing that summary is that it's not a movie to be taken seriously. Mm -mm. And I mean, I'm just going to go based on what we've seen thus far in the list and assume that it's probably going to be more of a comedy horror. And that is complete speculation. So anybody who is listening to this, who knows the movie, loves it, has a tattoo for it, it don't blast me. I have not seen it. <laughs> no, it, uh, it's listed as an a a horror action comedy. Is there is there a limit to how many genres you can cross before it's just too much? 
no, it's all about marketing. Once you market it to the right crowd, then you know you'll get you'll get viewers. All right, man. Well, I'm I'm saying I'm kind of disappointed. I don't have anything that I think I want to watch this holiday season yet. Oh, th- these aren't my recommendations. We've been over this. I know, but I, I I don't have the list in front of me, so I'm hoping to hear something that yeah I can watch this. Also. Speaking of Day of the Beast, it really sounds like a Clancy Brown movie I saw a couple of years ago about a group of priests that try and sin as much as possible so they can become possessed by a demon that's escaped from hell and then they kill themselves trapping the demon back in hell. Very that's strange comedy. Very strange sounding comedy. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Next on the list is Clue, which I have never seen. I have not either. Uh, Tim Curry? Yeah. I think um, the only thing I remember seeing is like a poster image of him. So I hope you looked I, up something on this one because I got nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, it came out in 85. It's a super popular movie. I don't know how I've never seen it. I'm 85? pretty sure I own it. Yeah. Not like 95? Nah, man. Shit, I didn't think it was that old. Yeah. Going well, on I mean, the no knowledge that I have of it. It's probably one of the first movies based off of a board game can't imagine there's too many of those battleship is it really based on the board game or is it just sharing the name it it's the characters from the game and it is a murder mystery um one cool thing about it though is that when it was released in theaters they had filmed three different endings and released prints to different theaters so you never knew what ending you were gonna see okay that is brilliant yeah and i'm guessing like then you release like the blu-ray dvd later obviously you didn't have that in 85 Mm -hmm. that has all of the endings yep that that's that's pretty cool that's actually it is pretty cool but imagine if you found out there were three different endings so you paid to go see it at a different theater and got the same ending you saw the first time oh yeah but you'd you'd have to go to a different theater right because they sent the prince yeah but they only did three different versions right think about how many theaters are in towns not as you many these what... days, but I guess, yeah, back then. No open ones, that's for sure. Uh, I guess hey, drive throughs Hey, all you really need to, to seem a little horrific is to have Tim Curry in it, so that's that's good enough. That's true. This one is, uh, I'm sure, something you've never seen, but Jennifer's Body? I have not. No. no I Megan Fox? No. Uh, yeah, the less said about this one the better i mean it had some pretty funny comedic moments but it's basically about a girl who's abducted the hot girl from high school who's abducted by a uh wannabe cult trying to perform a summoning and they mess it up so she becomes possessed by i guess a succubus as well and cg blood and guts ensue it's fine watch it once don't buy it i don't think i'm gonna watch it once unless i'm made to i won't do that to you man thank you (laughs) (laughs) uh the next one i think you would like and i'm pretty sure you haven't seen uh the gate yeah it's the gate from 87 uh if i saw it it would have been in 87 and i would have been four years old and don't remember yeah um well it's i believe it was a canadian movie um Really fun use of stop-motion animation for uh, little demons that are expulsed, expulsed, expelled from uh, a 
portal that opens in this kid's backyard. It's a really young Steven Dorff as the lead character. Oh, man. I wonder what he looked like back then. He looked like your average 80s kid. Oh. Yeah. He was really good from what I remember. But what really does stand out to me is watching those little little demons running around. And if I'm not mistaken, at one point, they all kind of join together Voltron style and create this giant demon. Why do I feel very, like, like I'm getting a very Evil Dead-esque vibe from just that part of it? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah, if you like the humor in Evil Dead 2 and like enjoyed the kind of cheesy special effects, you, you'll definitely like the game. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I know for a fact you've seen the next one on the list, man. <laughs> okay. I mean, you're, you're gambling, but okay. Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. But I... I pretty much circle back to all the comments I made about Beetlejuice. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty crude when you go back and watch it now. I hadn't watched it in probably 10, 15 years. And uh, it's it's much more adult than I remember it being. I think I've watched that like once a year, every year around this time. I think it's one of the ones that Lizzie is go-to for that. Are you going to see the new one? Paul Rudd, um, I anticipate it. Do we even know when it's coming out? I stopped paying attention to film release dates, man. They've changed so many times this year, it's not even worth looking into. I will say this, it is a movie that I, I do anticipate watching. Yeah. Did you watch the last one? Yeah, I didn't think it was as bad as people made it out to be. I don't know if I could necessarily classify it in the same uh, canon as the first two, but it wasn't a bad movie by any means. All right, I might check it out then. I haven't watched anything past two, so... I really do feel you have to view the more recent one with the, like, female cast as its own separate entity. Uh, you you can't take it in the canon of the other Ghostbusters, and I think that's why it got a little bit more trashed on. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's definitely decent. It's, out of the three Ghostbusters movies, I'd say it was number three. <laughs> or how good it was, but it was still like it was still decent. The other, the first two set a high bar. Yeah, yeah, very fair statement. Like I said, I'll probably give it a watch, but I have no expectations for it. All right, we must you be getting that. close to the end of this list, huh? There's four movies left on the list, and then three I think should be on the list, going along with the, the current theme of what they've been putting on here. All right, well, um, I'm disappointed with this list, so let's fire through those four a little bit more quickly and take a look at your three. Okay, Hocus Pocus. Pass. You don't like Hocus Pocus? Yeah, pass. Holy shit. Okay, I love that movie. Uh, All right, moving on. Uh, Evil Dead 2. Oh, for sure. I mean, we referenced it earlier. That is easy recommendation. Yeah, I agreed 100%. Uh, okay, then moving on to Poltergeist. I haven't seen it. It's definitely worth a watch. It's really good. Craig T. Nelson as the father of the family does a really good job. Um, it's credited to Toby Hooper as the director, but there's a really big ongoing rumor that it was actually Steven Spielberg who really directed most of it since he was one of the producers and on set a lot. Oh, so like even though he wasn't officially the director, he was sort of acting as it? 
that's that's the rumor. And another one is that uh, there's one scene in a swimming pool where uh, rotten corpses just kind of pop up from underground through the pool. Uh, and they actually used real skeletons in that scene. Real skeletons? Yeah. That's, that's not something they could get away with today. No. But also keep in mind, at the time, like a medical school, you could actually buy skeletons. Cadavers, yeah. Person. Yeah. So... It was okay. 82 different times. And the I, last one on their list... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was, sorry, I was just going to say, I feel like of what we've heard thus far on this list, that's probably the one that's closest to an actual horror movie on the list. I would say The Gate as well. Okay. Um, last one, definitely not. Uh, Shaun of the Dead. I mean, good movie. Great movie. But I don't know how many times we can say... It leans more heavily on the comedy than the horror. Yeah, but it is not so scary movies for scaredy cats. So it's movies that have a horror element. Right. I would see. I could see this as being an introduction for people who don't like or have really watched much horror. Okay, but yeah, well, definitely I'm, luring people in with comedy. I'm more interested in hearing your recommendations, though, that you feel were lacking from this list. Well, keep in mind, too, they also kind of go hand-in-hand in hand with this list, because I did use movies that had both horror and comedy elements. Okay. Um, first one, Ernest Scared Stupid. Okay. You haven't seen it? No, I've seen it. You don't like Ernest Scared Stupid? I do. Do you not see how that would be a good introduction to horror for, like, kids? It would definitely be for kids. Yeah, I still watch it, man. I love Ernest movies. I think I watched that one last Halloween. I'm just okay. saying, if it's for scaredy cats that are children, yes. If it's for older people that are scaredy cats... Oh, definitely not. No. No, these three movies are... The first two are for kids. Second... Or uh, third for, um, I'd say, teens. Okay. Uh, the second movie on my list that I would add is uh, The Monster Squad. I have no idea what that is. Really? Yeah, really, really. Wow. I thought everybody saw that growing up. Clearly. Um, <laughs> the first <laughs> Thanks, time. Thanks, man. <laughs> but whatever, man. You had a horrible childhood, I'm guessing. <laughs> well, it was it was tough to get movies under that rock. Yeah, fair enough. Um, no, it's about a group of kids who... Uh, band together to fight the universal classic monsters. When you say universal, you mean like Dracula, werewolf? Yeah, Dracula, Wolfman, Frankenstein, Gilman, uh, the Mummy. Yeah. I mean, that sounds pretty fun. It's really, really fun. Uh, very much a movie from the late 80s, but I think that makes it really endearing to me. It's very charming, too. It's a really fun kids movie. Okay. Also, there's a one classic scene where one of the kids freaks out when the wolfman's in front of him and just kicks him in the junk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's movie gold no matter where it is. But right after he does it and the wolfman collapses, just yells, or kind of talk, whispers the line, Wolfman's got nerds! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm in. It's, it's really fun. I'm in. 
right. And what's the very last movie that Ben would recommend for Scaredy Cats? Uh, Teen Wolf. I thought that was a sports movie. It is a sports movie. Oh, okay. That's not For the scary. werewolf. I know. But no, the transformation scene, scheme, transformation scene in that movie is probably the scariest part. But it is really, really disturbing if you're younger watching it. Like, the special effects are so good, especially where he's looking in the mirror at, like, his bangs growing. I mean, I'm, I'm going to hate to say it, I'm, I don't remember the movie. It's been a very very long time but i do love michael j fox and he's i think that uh, huh he's very good in that movie i think that's that that it definitely deserves a rewatch from me so of all of the movies on this list you would what recommend or you're inclined to watch the monster squad i i was intrigued by the gate as well yeah. The gate was yeah, same year, 1987. So, going off 87 that was a great year for horror, man. I'm pretty sure that was also Lost Boys. Oh, now that's a movie that should be watched on Halloween. What are you going to watch this Halloween? You know, this is our second episode only, and we've mentioned Lost Boys in both of them so far. Mhm. Just saying. Uh, honestly, this year, I don't know. I might end up watching Elmo and Grouchland. Oh yeah, Dad Life. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's gonna be a new experience. I'm gonna have a kid to take trick or treating, and uh, are you doing the trick or treating? Um, TBD. Yeah, it's really hard to say. What about you, man? On that list, give me your three that you would watch this year. Um, okay. I will definitely be watching The Monster Squad. Um, I might try and check out Day of the Beast if I can find it. Okay. And Hocus Pocus. I watch it every year. Do you really? Yep. I love that movie. Uh... What really got me into this list, the idea of doing this episode was what really got me into horror was comedy watching stuff like scooby-doo like i'm a big scooby-doo fan even today okay i love that i love horror that everybody can enjoy so nothing too gross out that's gonna upset a kid but something that we can all like get a jump at have a laugh here and there and just really enjoy it like it doesn't focus itself towards one specific genre fan it opens itself up and allows more people to appreciate it well, I will say this. Based on that description, I don't see any real glaring issues with this list. I was taking it with the mentality of horror movies. Um, so clearly I had more negative things to say about a lot of them. But a large majority of them, like I said, I would recommend. Just maybe not under the heading that I thought they were under. Yeah. Yeah, not so scary movies for scaredy cats. I don't know why the author of that list chose that title i'd say movies that aren't that scary but have decent horror and comedy elements you know what we should do right now ben what's that we should tell our listeners to hit up facebook at bs bargain bin 
and leave a comment on the post on what movie they'll be watching this year on Halloween. I like this idea. Anybody listening, please do this. I think that's it Make- for this year, huh? I guess. Unfortunately, I wish Halloween was more than once a year. Well, I'm fairly certain that horror movies are going to be popping up a lot in our regular episodes, which come out every Wednesday. I will definitely make sure that it's not all horror. I know not everybody loves horror as much as I do, and that's why we're not doing a horror movie for next episode. Next episode will be Glory Days, which will be out this coming Wednesday. But for now, enjoy your Halloween, stay safe, and watch something scary. All the best, guys. (laughs) Now that's entertainment! (laughs) 